Hi, this is Chef Sandra Mallet. Welcome to Ingredient Addiction. Today we're addicted to brown sugar, and I'm going to be showing you a whole bunch of different things that you can do with brown sugar. So let's get ingredient addicted together. Ingredient Addiction is grateful to our sponsors. Amoretti Ingredients, the ultimate pastry, savory, and beverage ingredient manufacturing company. FOH, front of the house. My plating partner that makes my dishes look beautiful. And ChefWorks, their coats always make me look great and comfortable. Hi, and we're back, and I am going to show you some really fun brown sugars that are out there, because I bet you just think you get the regular brown sugar that you get in market. No, that's wrong. We have sugar in the raw, which is really great for if you're going to make creme brulees, or if you want to have a finishing touch, or even something just a little bit more crystallized. It's an awesome product. Then also for those of you that are worried about your sugar intake, or maybe you've got a relative that's diabetic and you really want to make them lots of your sweets too, Splenda really good product and they have brown sugar and it really bakes off well. And then lastly, I'm going to show you something really fun and exciting. This is brown cane sugar in its natural form from uh, Mexico. Lots of fun and you can even get these at the dollar store and a lot of people don't realize what you can get at the dollar store. You can get brown sugar at the dollar store and all these kinds of different options. Very fun, really exciting. So I like to use all different kinds of brown sugar, but today I am going to use the old standard, which can really lend tons of flavors and depth, and you don't have to spend a lot of money on some of the more expensive ones, which could be for more special times. Now that we're ready to cook, I have done what's called mise en place out all of my ingredients. In fact, it's so important to me that I have it tattooed on the back of my neck, which you guys will see. I have other tattoos, but we can't show them on this show. It's G-rated. So what I mean by mise en place out is if you guys can show a little bit of what I've got going on here, um, I've got everything out into little jars. Everything's weighed out. Everything's ready to go. And that way, if you get interrupted, it's not going to be as traumatic because you've got everything all set up. And what I'm going to start with is bacon. And I really love bacon almost as much as brown sugar, and that's a whole other show. We'll be doing that, too. But bacon lends itself so well to the brown sugar profile, and this brown sugar bacon jam is ridiculous. You can put it on anything humanly possible. In fact, I wish there was a cologne, but I don't know if there is. So I'm going to get started with this, and what we're going to do is we're going to cook off the bacon first. So follow me. What you're going to want to do first is you're going to want to put in some of your bacon. And I've got it already pre-cut up, which makes things a lot easier. Again, mise en place works really well to get you prepared. Okay, put that down. We've already got our onions as well cut up, so I'm going to put some of the onions in this other in the other pan so that we can get them going at separate at separate cooking cooking temperatures here. So you want to get your, your pans really hot so that you can put in your bacon and get your onions going. And you also want to be putting in a little bit of olive oil. So I have a little bit of olive oil. 
just to get things going. And again, mixing it up. And you want to be careful because your pans are hot, so I'll use another mix. So this is going to get going really quickly. Get a really nice sizzle on it, and the place smells great. Same thing with our onions. Those are cooking off really nicely. And you want to give this just a few minutes to get brown before you start adding all the other ingredients in. Just like this. And our onions are browning really nicely. I also like to put in a little bit of butter. I always keep tons of butter around. Again, that's going to be a whole other show. And we've got our bacon just, just cooking up great. You really want to get a nice color on this as well. So I'm going to take this, the onions now and put them into, into our bacon and get, that, and get that going. I'm going to turn that last burner off got your onions and the bacon only right now. Now that it's been cooking off, I'm going to add a little bit of salt. And I am using Himalayan pink salt, which is really amazing. And it's a specialty salt, but it's a really light flavor, which is really nice. And it's pink and so is the bacon. Why not? So we've got this cooking off. Again, you want to get your color going and you want to start adding your other ingredients. So we've got a little bit of red wine. That's actually cooking wine. And you can buy the stuff at the market or you can get a really nice cooking wine that you like to use. Remember, don't use it if you wouldn't drink it. That's, that's the theory. We also have some really great balsamic vinegar. And I'm actually using from Honey Ridge Farms, their balsamic vinegar that has um, honey in it. Some of the most amazing stuff. I work with a lot of really great uh, manufacturers that have some really fun products. Don't get stuck on just using balsamic vinegar that you see at the market or sugars that you see. Seek out different stuff, like the, the Mexican sugar that I talked about. It would be awesome with the bacon jam. You'll have an opportunity to try that. Okay. Next, I'm going to be adding um, a little bit more <clears throat> of the flavor profile. I've got some Dijon mustard. The reason I like to use Dijon mustard is it's not super strong, but it does have a little bit of a kick to it. And if you don't want to have the seeds in your finished product, then you don't have to worry about seeds. It gives a really nice flavor. Plus, it's French, and I really like French. So it's just kind of like a strawberry jam when you're making it. You've got to cook it down. So it's going to get thicker as time goes on. Obviously, for this show, I don't have the, the full time frame to cook it down in front of you from scratch. So you're going to need a little extra time than we have on our show. It takes about 45 minutes, give or take, on your size. If you want to make a lot of it, it's going to take a little bit longer because you've got to cook all that moisture out. All the water content needs to get cooked out. And then it becomes this really great, thick jam. You can spread it on things. You can put it in your omelets. You can just use it to add flavoring anywhere you want. That's what's nice. And it keeps in the refrigerator for at least a couple weeks. So you can constantly, constantly use it and go back to it. And if you make a big batch, it's also good for gifts. Holidays are coming up. Okay, so now that we've got this cooking down a little bit, I've got the brown sugar and I'm going to pop that in there. Got the brown sugar happening. That's going to thicken it up a little bit too. I'm putting a little bit of thyme. I love to put some fresh herbs in there. 
And I've got a little bit of pepper as well. That's gonna help give it more depth of flavor. So as you can see, once we've added the brown sugar, it really does start to get dark brown pretty fast. This is the point where now that we've got it up to a boil, everything's getting infused, but we've gotta let this simmer. So that means you've gotta turn down the temperature of your stove, get it down to a simmering temperature, and this has just gotta sit you're going to keep coming back to it and stirring it and just making sure it's not sticking to your pan and just keep letting it go. Now it's 45 minutes later and guess what? We have bacon jam and it smells really good in here and I know the camera operators are really upset because they don't get to eat nothing. So what you want to do, so as you see, it's really thickened up. It's really a really lovely dark brown color and it is ready to go. And I have my lovely little mini crock pots, which I'm absolutely in love with. Again, thank you, FOH. You are in my will. I love my little mini crock pots. So much fun for entertaining. So we're going to use these. This is really simple. And actually, that is really hot. So I'm going to grab a towel. A good tip, you always want to be careful in the kitchen. Never assume that your pot handle is not hot. So I'm just pouring this right in fits perfectly, which is great. I'm going to cover it up and we're going to need our spoon to bring on over. And I'm going to serve my friends. I have my friends Scott and Elaine Harris over here. So come on down. Come on. Let's eat this. I'm not eating this alone. Yeah, it smells, hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah. It smells very good in here. You don't even know. You don't even know. So, we are going to serve this. What's really great about these little crock pots too, is if we weren't gonna eat this right away and we just wanted to talk mm -hmm. and have like a bottle of wine or something, or maybe two, because we've been cooking all afternoon, this is gonna keep it warm. The ceramic really, the ceramic really keeps everything warm and ready to go, so you can serve anytime. So we're taking the top off. All right. All I did, guys, is mm -hmm. I heated up some uh, really good, crispy, you know, thick bread. Mm -hmm. So, well, I'm hungry. I know, it's awesome. So you want to be careful and let your guests know that this is really hot, the bacon and the brown sugar. Brown sugar, what it does is it caramelizes. So sometimes you want to give it just a second or so to cool down so that you don't burn your guests' tongues. Here's okay. one for you. Do I need to blow on it? Oh, you might need to blow on it a little. So we did a ladies, we did a ladies first. So, and I know Scott will understand. I can smell the bacon. I know. And you know what would also be really good? You can also put even some alcohols in this. Like if you're in Kentucky and you wanted to put bourbon or anything in there, you could really do that. You can throw a shot of wild turkey in there. Sounds good to me. And I personally, I don't need the bread. Mm. I'm just gonna taste it right out of the container. <laughs> this is really good. That is really, super. really good. It's fabulous. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. mm, I Excellent. love this. Mm -hmm. It's just onions, mm -hmm. bacon, some brown sugar, a little bit of salt and pepper, a little bit of thyme. Really good. A little red wine, some mustard. Not a hard recipe. Really fast and easy to do. This could be great on a BLT. You can use it on chicken. You can do a million things with it. And again, like we said, holidays are coming up. This is going to last in the refrigerator for a while. Plus, you can even put them in little fun containers like this to give out to your friends and store. 
Well, thank you guys very much for coming. It's always fun to cook when you get to have people tasting stuff. Oh, well, thank you. Our pleasure. Well, Our pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Well, thank you, Scott and Elaine. Okay. And we are going on to our next recipe right now. Okay. We'll see you later. So I told you you can put brown sugar in almost anything and be true to your ingredient addiction. Well, I am putting it in spaghetti sauce. Yeah, it sounds a little strange, and no, we're not trying to make it sweet and savory. We're trying to just give it that little kick of the brown sugar sweetness. And it's still a savory sauce. It's still your spaghetti sauce. Although your Italian mom might not approve of it, but I'm not Italian, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, what I do is I like to use fresh ingredients and then also some canned products. I know people get a little concerned about should I be using a canned tomato or a canned this. Well, it really can help save you time and my cooking is not just for the professional. If you're watching at home, you don't have time to cut up a million tomatoes if you've got a bunch of little kids and you want to get a big pot of spaghetti out. So I've got some cut up tomatoes, which I'm putting in. And if you have an assistant that cuts them up for you, it makes it so much easier. Thank you, Kiki, for helping. I also get uh, just some of the regular already pre-made uh, Italian sliced or diced tomatoes, which is really nice. It's already got a little bit of seasoning in it. I just pour it in. We're not looking to worry about it being pretty at this point. I use a couple of uh, cans of those. And then I get a crushed tomato as well, which is nice because it gives more texture. Again, canned tomatoes, really inexpensive, really easy to use, especially on a weeknight and a little bit of tomato sauce. And sometimes you can get such a good deal on these four for a dollar. Really check your markets. So I've got a couple of different kinds of tomatoes in here, the fresh and the canned that have been stewed in Italian seasonings. So I've just thrown in all the tomatoes, so we're ready now to go on to some of the more seasonings. Now what I have done is, again, I really like to mise en place everything out. I put together on these really Again, amazing plates from front of the house. I love them. Uh, some fresh rosemary, which I just chopped up. Well, actually, my assistant chopped up. Again, another shout out to Kiki for all her help. I've got some red pepper flakes. I've got some thyme, fresh thyme. I've got a little bit of Italian seasoning. And again, this is some stuff that you can get at the market or even uh, go to your dollar store. Save some money if you're doing a big pot for kids on a sleepover or something. I've got some chopped garlic. And then I put a little bit of chopped mushrooms. And then again, we've got some black pepper. I've already measured all this out, makes it really easy, and you only have one dish to clean. I'm just pouring it all in here. You're gonna need a little bit of help with your garlic because I do use a chopped garlic. So now I just have one dish to clean, so we'll get that out of the way. So what I like to do is, as I'm adding my seasonings, I always like to really stir everything up because a lot of times, people just kind of throw things in and give it a light stir. And then all of a sudden you have one of your guests, they get a big chunk of rosemary or a big chunk of something. So I really like to make sure everything's mixed and blended in so everybody gets a smooth uh, bite of spaghetti and all of the spices are distributed throughout. Uh, I also, another part of my addiction is bacon. So a little bit of leftover from our bacon jam, I put some cooked bacon into my sauce as well. So I just add that in. It's gonna give a little bit of saltiness and a little bit of that nice uh, pork flavor. 
If you're a vegetarian, well, I guess you're just going to have to leave it out. It's not going to be quite as good. And I probably just pissed off a bunch of vegetarians. So the next thing that I do is I'm going to put in brown sugar. Now in this case, it is to taste. So I like to put about a quarter of a cup. Uh, it probably looks like a little bit more, but that's okay. We're going to take some liberties, right? It is a ingredient addiction. So I've put maybe about a half a cup in. I do like mine a little sweeter. It does caramelize it up a little bit. Now that I've just put the bacon in, I'm going to put some of the pink Himalayan salt in that I was given, which is amazing again. So in adding the uh, pink Himalayan salt, one of the things that's really important about seasonings is you can always add more. You cannot take away. So if you put too much salt in right off the bat or too much pepper, you're really going to have trouble rebalancing out your, your dish. And if you do that to, to your dish, generally the thing that balances out is white sugar. So you can always try to balance it out a little bit with some white granulated sugar. That would also go if you put too much vinegar in it or anything like that. The sugar does help balance out the acidity or fats. I also put butter in my spaghetti a lot. So we've got butter that's been at room temperature, which makes it incorporate much easier. I also use an unsalted butter. The reason for that is it helps you control your salt again. You're not already putting a product in there with more salt. And a lot of people are very salt conscious, which I can appreciate. My father just had a triple bypass, so I'm very aware of all of this. But salt enhances the flavor of what you're cooking. When you put extra table salt on after your meal's already been made, that's where you get into trouble. So cooking with salt is not dangerous, especially with moderation. So I also wanted to let you know that I like to mise en place out again, like all of my onions and my mushrooms and different things. So we're gonna put a little bit of our mushrooms. We've got a little bit of green onion, which I like, and raw red onion. And then we had a little bit of thyme, and we've already put that in. So I'm gonna stir our vegetables in. So I've just poured in all of my uh, seasonings, and I'm going to go to the final components of the uh, spaghetti. I'm using my Amoretti uh, balsamic vinegar olive oil, which is amazing. You can get them at Amazon.com, and you can be just like me and use some of their great products. They have a lot to choose from, and I love using them when I cook. It allows you to be creative, and that's, that's the whole point of cooking. So we've used our olive oil. I also like to use a little bit of red wine, uh, cooking, uh, cooking wine. Uh, you can either go to any of your local wine stores and get something that you like to drink, or again, I just got uh, standard cooking wine at the market. Works just as nice, gives that depth of flavor. Lastly, I'm adding some white sugar. Now again, I'm doing it by taste. I've been doing it a while. You're probably going to want to go about a teaspoon at a time and taste it and see what you think. Now this sugar does not do what the brown sugar does. This just helps balance the acidity in your sauce. And the brown sugar is adding flavor to your sauce. So I've put everything in the spaghetti sauce uh, that we need. And that was our seasonings, our fats, and our meats. And the next step is we're going to go put this on the stove and be ready to cook it off and put it on some pasta. Now what I like to do is, you really want to get this stirring. I like to have my temperature up a little bit higher so I get a good high heat going in. So all of my products are actually cooking. Because sometimes you put in raw, you know, raw tomatoes, you've got raw onions, some of your you know, spices might not have been roasted off. 
just putting it at a little higher temp gets everything cooking and going. So I do like to do that. And it's a universal sauce too, that's what's really nice. I didn't make it just for a brown sugar recipe. It's brown sugar all the time in this, which means you can put it in, you know, baked uh, manicottis or um, sausage and spaghetti, all kinds of stuff. Very versatile sauce. And again, you can alter how much brown sugar you want to put in it. If you really become addicted like I am, hey, add more. If you're not quite as addictive and you're going slower, then, you know, don't put quite as much. But either way, this is a really great general sauce for you to use for many different, many different things. And we're going to put it, like I said, on some linguine because it sounds really good. So in the meantime, we've got to let this cook and get our pasta cooked up, and then we're going to eat. Now our spaghetti is done. It's been about an hour. You can even simmer a little bit longer if you want. Let's say you've got some housework to do. You can let your spaghetti sauce simmer for a couple hours. Just keep it on real low and keep checking it so that you make sure that you're not burning anything. So what I have done also during uh, this time frame is I've made some really great pasta. I like linguine and I do like my pastas to be a little thicker so I picked a nice thick pasta. So we're going to plate this up. Very simple. I like to use tongs. We're going to put it on our plates and you just do like a nice little like a nice little twist. Kind of keeps it tight and looking pretty. And then I use a ladle, makes it easier and helps you measure out your portion control like if you're having a dinner party and maybe if you don't like your mother-in-law, you're going to give her a little less. This will help make sure she gets just enough. So I like to pour just a little bit of sauce on my plate because your guests can always ask for more. And I always offer cheese on the side because not everybody's eating dairy and some people are watching their weight and some people have allergies. So I add my dairy later if people want it and we put it on the table and you can get some really great fresh Parmesans or uh, other Italian cheeses that will really add a nice flavor component to your dish. Again, I like to do a nice little twist, keeps it tight. And I use my tongs. Again, my ladle and put lots of sauce on and your guests can always add more. And you see how what's nice is when you've used a little bit of the canned tomato but yet you still have the fresh tomato you cut up, you really see the tomato in your sauce. You don't get just one texture. Textures are really important because you really want to make sure you don't just have a bowl of mush because then it's like what, Goldilocks and you have porridge. Spaghetti is not porridge. So what I am going to do now is because we've made this great spaghetti, I'm going to have my friends Scott and Elaine Harris come back in and they are food writers, they travel the world, and they help help me cook and help keep me on track. That's right. That's How's right. That's right. We're looking looks forward great. to this too. Thank you. I have some pasta for you guys. Here you go. And I'm not sure if you want to use cheese, and I'm just going to reach in here and grab a fork for each of you. Thank you. And I don't know if you've had uh, spaghetti with brown sugar. Is it different? Oh, well, let's try and find let's out. Try. I don't think it's going to happen. So. Okay. Let's try. The pasta's cooked fabulously. I can see that right away. Thank you. Thank you. We're just trying to get everybody fat. <laughs> brown sugar, mm. pasta, bread, you name it. Very nice. It's very nice. Mm. Very nice. And what's nice too is you don't always have to serve pasta in a bowl. A lot of people think you have to have special bowls or, or things like that. What's nice is a plate like this that has a little bit of a lip and depth 
really allows you to keep, you know, serving with plates and doing, you know, not having to go out and buy a whole bunch of special things. So be creative and remember you can plate your dishes in many different vessels. That's what we call them in the uh, culinary world, a vessel. That's a vessel, right? That's right. And That's it's a right. very nice vessel with the and ingredients in there. And I like how there. the um, sweetness balances mm -hmm. so nicely with the acidity. It just thank you. That's really what the whole that's what the whole point up. about it's, the brown sugar lovely. is. It's a different flavor, mm -hmm. you know. And the white sugar just balances it, but the brown sugar really mm -hmm. gives it that in depth, almost like that little little bit of that molasses flavor. You really get that, um, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you guys gonna make some pasta tonight for dinner? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm just gonna take this just and run away keep, with keep, it. I think. Just keep this. You'll keep this here. That's right. We'll just keep it here. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I've just finished up two of my favorite brown sugar recipes, and I really want to leave you with a quick little tip. When you are working with brown sugar, it can get really hard really fast, so throw a piece of white bread in with your uh, brown sugar in your container, and that's going to help suck up the moisture and keep your brown sugar ready to use. So I want to thank you. This is Chef Sandra Mallet for Ingredient Addiction, and we are all now addicted to brown sugar. Thank you.